This is the Stripped Down Podcast with Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, and Bravo reality TV star, Allie Levine. Join in with her weekly as Allie dishes on all things motherhood, the real, the raw, and everything in between. Buckle up, it's about to get real. Here's Allie. Welcome back to Stripped. I'm so excited today because I have two amazing in-person guests with me and I like couldn't be more giddy right now. Two of my favorite boys, Brandon Liberati and Craig Ramsey. They're TV personalities, Brandon's celebrity hairstylist, Craig's a celebrity fitness trainer, guru. They're influencers. They're really good friends of mine. They're just amazing human beings. Welcome to my show. We love Thank you. you. <laughs> We're having us. Yes. to be on. I know. I'm so excited we're on our other podcast with Amanda Lauren. Things are too easy to blog about. And I was like, okay, it's time for you guys to be on mine because you know Stripped is all about being real and raw. And I know you guys are so good about that. And so I was like, it is time to have the boys on. And thank you for coming to my home for it. I'm just so excited. We're all trying to kind of get to our grassroots and always strive to be real. I think living in Hollywood, it's so easy (sighs) for us to get caught up in the things. Yes, all the time. And I love this podcast of yours because... For the first time, and I don't mean this this to sound in offensive in any way, but we are getting Allie and we're getting such insight oh, now no, that means a lot with to your me. career and your life that is refreshing for Hollywood and it's shocking. Thank you. I love it. I really appreciate that. And honestly, that's kind of what this was born out of. You guys both know like my birth was pretty crazy and my pregnancy was pretty hard and all these things I didn't expect especially us all being in Hollywood you guys saw me running around you know pregnant just doing my thing and thinking mm-hmm. I'll just keep going like no big deal and then my birth happened it was like what universe just literally gave you a pause you know mm-hmm. and it was like how do I navigate this and I just between social media Hollywood all the BS I was like I can't deal like I really can't and that's where this was born out of it was like how do I strip down my true self, my true, authentic, real and raw, and share it? And it was scary at first, but now, like, the responses and, like, what you guys are saying has been so amazingly, overwhelmingly positive that I just am like, all right, let's keep going. Congratulations. I just wanted to say the last time that I saw you um, before the baby was on the red carpet ready to explode at the Grammy <laughs> That's right. I was huge. I was like, oh, my God, she's... Time you saw her? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think that oh, was, I think like, Because so. I saw you after, but I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I was like... Oh my gosh, you were like, I was ready to explode. Yeah, like, I was. I mean, you didn't, ha- you happened shortly hosting. thereafter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you, and this is yeah, going to turn totally. into us interviewing you? Yeah, by for the way. sure. I love it. Um, but I felt like a pivotal moment for you, not only was Amelia, of course, but um, when you were on that red carpet and completely disrespected and you took to socials, it was the most raw moment I've ever seen of you. And it engaged me so much. Thank because you. that I feel like that has always been there, uh, not only with you, but also with what you've been through with Hollywood. And for the first time ever, it came to a head and, and maybe it was associated with just giving birth and being emotionally, uh, you know, uh, going through stuff. Right, hormones. Yeah, the hormones. <laughs> I, I'm careful as a man no, to okay. say anything. Hormones, I get you. The emotions <laughs> have emotions. It's all good. <laughs> but I loved it and, it. and it felt so healing for me living in Hollywood too. So, uh, honey, keep going. In this podcast, I listen to it. Every time I'm doing radio, um, I'm Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. No, and I appreciate you sharing that because especially with like that night that you mentioned with the bullying and the way I was disrespected on the carpet, it was really hard for me. And part of me wanted to kind of just go 
you know, within and kind of just hide and be a shell. And then I was like, no, you know what? F that. Like, I'm going to just vocalize it without actually making drama of it. And everyone was messaging me, say who it is, blast them. And I was like, no, 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 that's not why I came on and did that. I came on to exactly what you said, to be vulnerable and to be raw and share. Like, this is how we normally should be. But for whatever reason, a lot of times we keep it inside. I actually think it's an industry problem, though, because I cannot tell you how many red carpets I've been on and the person running the carpet, mm -hmm. whether it be a PR company or somebody that really doesn't know all of the invites that right. are going on. Right. That I think everybody, if they spoke up, has had an experience that it, oh, like yeah. that. And I they think just have to be nice. It's, right, just be nice. Yeah, I know. It's but like, I don't think that anybody's speaking up and, and, and actually calling them out on right. doing that. No, they're not. It is a highly vulnerable experience and people don't get it. Oh, yeah, it's so vulnerable. Carpet, and that, that photo, there's lives. no editing. It lives. There's yep. no, mm -hmm. that, what they take. Yep, that's it. And, and the experience you have before you walk out there to yes, have that photo. Yes, it changes everything. It changes it. And yep. it's like, it, it's, you know, yeah, it's no, very, I, very vulnerable it's true. experience. And, and for me, like, you know, obviously it was disrespected. Honestly, I was even shocked that my picture I even made it up because of the way everything went down. But it was like, I could see in the picture, like, I looked nervous and I looked like kind of like a deer in headlights everyone else was like I thought you looked beautiful and like you can't tell anything happened but I guess maybe because I obviously knew the back end of it and staring at it but for me that was my first carpet since having Amelia so like I had spent the time and the money to get glam and done everything and gotten a nanny and met Justin to hand Amelia off and the whole thing and it was like oh my gosh now this is what's happening after I finally gotten myself out of the house forced myself to get into this Hollywood mode and now this is how I'm being respected. It was just so much all at once. I was also like heavily breastfeeding at that point. So I was like literally engorged, like needed to leave and like actually go and feed my baby and like holding myself back. I mean, it was just so much going on and I was like, this did not just happen. And this is a thing that every celebrity goes through. Like I, I was just looking at um, Beyonce posting her red carpet mm -hmm. from the Lion King premiere in oh, yeah, London. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's a thing. Like right. you, just for those carpet photos, your glam shows up, you get hair, yes. you get makeup. Yes. It's not just- Right, you have to get it, put together, you turn you're, on. You're like, going through the yes. same exact th thing that Beyonce is to walk her red carpet because- Except she's got important. a crew. <laughs> Motherhood opened your eyes, I think. I, I think you look at things in a different way. That's the perspective I'm getting from mm -hmm. listening to even your podcast. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying the new alley and the new set of eyes you have. Thank you. And I really, truly appreciate that. Like not only as my friends, but also, you know, my confidence in the industry, because I think too, like you said, you get caught up, right? Like I've been out here, Justin and I talked about this the other day. Like we can't believe we've been here. It'll be nine years in September from coming from New York. We were like, we'll do a year or two and go back to the East Coast. And we're like, how are we still here? Like you don't even realize mm -hmm. how much you do, how much you get sucked in, how much happens, how much changes, how much you evolve, how maybe you get you know, into things you shouldn't get into. We've all been there and I certainly have. And I, you're right, until I got pregnant, until I actually had Amelia Ray, mm -hmm. my eyes were not open in a certain way and I didn't have certain perspectives. And now it's like, I can't even ignore it. It's like, I have to voice it because it feels weird not to. And I'm getting chills because it's 2.22 on my clock. And I don't know if you guys have heard of my other podcast, but I have, yeah. okay, one, it's one, literally 2.22 two, two, yeah. and that's mm -hmm. when, so 2.22 is representative of my grandmother. So that means she's oh, here in some way. And that's who Amelia was that. named after. Oh. Yeah. So it's just so weird. I have to look at my clock, but it just like, it just affirms and aligns for me that like what yeah. you're saying is so true. And I do believe motherhood opened my eyes. And Honestly, I know people laugh and, you know, obviously I named the podcast off of being on Bravo and playing off that idea. But 
for me, it was really about that whole stripped real and raw, you know? It was like, and, and while we're talking about stripped, my, this is Oscar, this is great for a podcast. Oscar's literally, um, it looks like he's um, humping my cat Dolce. They do this like every day. They make a so, cute couple. Yeah. <laughs> They do this every day and they play and like Dolce and Tagnes and like people will come over and be like, what is going on in your house? It's like hilarious. So <laughs> but no, but I was saying like to me, <laughs> to me, it's like, you know, my, the, sh the show on Bravo kind of started what you were saying with opening my eyes and perspective. I know it was a show. I know it was filmed, you yeah, know, whatever. The one you chose was getting I naked. I didn't choose that, by the way. <laughs> they chose me. Well, the universe aligned <laughs> yes, it. Yes, So I feel like there must have been some part of you that was craving to, to be exposed in some way Maybe. I, I mean, I didn't feel that way in it. I truly you looked it <laughs> thank you i truly like did not expect first off of course you know thanks bravo andy they decided like halfway through of course contracts and you guys know being on newlyweds on bravo like they added in and were like hey by the way we decided we're going to take away your clothes because it adds a vulnerable aspect and it was what like, you you signed on without knowing that yes, that was going to be the swear, main feature yes, of it yes it was what? all about being vulnerable and having things stripped away out of your home and taken from you oh. but not and they mentioned like oh maybe we'll put you in like flesh looking you know clothes to make it look like you're nude but they didn't say that some smart right <laughs> you're telling them. me because they i'm sure if they said oh right you know yeah. Ellie, you're gonna get naked <laughs> with your husband on on tv right at first you were like uh-uh yes. but easing into it and then well, the best was the phone call to my parents, like, and his parents yeah. was like telling them that, like, oh, we're gonna be naked on national television. And they were like, "This is a sick joke, right?" And I was like, "No, yeah. no, we're we're prepping you because this is like really happening." So, but no, maybe you're right. Maybe I was a side of me was craving it that I didn't know. I mean, Justin was all for it. He when they came to us, he was like, "Is he a nudist?" Or something? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, I know, right? For it? <laughs> he was like, "No, he wasn't for all the nude, but he was for the concept of the show. He loved the idea that nothing was gonna be like." take, you know, nothing was going to be there for me. Everything was going to be taken away. He was like, I think this is going to be great for you. Like, I remember verbatim, he said to me, this is going to be great for you because you get too caught up in your shit. You get too caught up in the BS. Oh, he's real. Yeah. Too caught up in the BS of Hollywood. Like, you know, you cry over, like, designer shoes. You know, he calls well, me out, you know? Right, too. exactly. So it's like, yes. It's like the opposite. Yes. I'd be like, Brandon, come on this show. We're shaving your head. <laughs> Right. I would be like, no. Oh, yes. Right. You're like, that's my vulnerability. Right. Yeah. And so Justin was like, you need this. You need this. You need this reset. Like you're not present, you know, this and that. So he was like, let's do it. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I could handle it. So he truly was the one who kind of forced me at first. And then mm. I guess I started to learn and like give in as we went through the process. And now coming out of it, obviously, like two years later, I'm, I'm very thankful I went through it. And I do believe it started this new perspective of what you're talking about. And then I think like pregnancy and motherhood took it to a whole new level but i do think it whole all new whole, oh yeah. my god whole strip new real and raw down. was yeah. like let's really strip down and then i think going through a crazy birth and then postpartum depression like the universe was truly for whatever reason putting me in a space of like we're going to expose you in a whole new way but you're going to come out better for it but it's going to be really hard and it was i think this motherhood stripped down is really important for people to hear like when i listened to your podcast that was f the baby bounce back yes 
That's everyone's favorite episode. It was you. It was just you. It was just you with a glass of wine. Yep, yep. One one one. I noticed the time, and I'm yep. like, "Good girl." Yep. Afternoon. One one one. Was it afternoon or evening? Morning. Morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, I was sleeping. Just was sleeping. I was on my own, just living. That's it. funny because it wasn't clarified. So I'm right. like, "Oh, afternoon, drink." <laughs> oh, I wish. Well, is done for now. Um, either Good way, mom. right? Either way, I support it. Um, but I think that that starts a good conversation to have because you really got fed up with the demands of society, you know, telling you, you have to return to a certain weight yes. and shape and size. But I think it's important too. And this is what I got out of it is I think you need to reanalyze what beauty and style was to you before motherhood, because your desire and your stress that you're putting on yourself to look a certain way deems what you would have thought appropriate what you thought was beautiful on a red carpet mm -hmm. and women of all shapes and sizes deserve to look great in and out of their clothes no you're 100 percent right and you hit the nail on the head because i mean i was even i remember i was even texting you like when i was going through it and you were checking on me and i was like well i just don't like how my body looks and i just don't like how i feel and you were like yeah but you had a baby and your body's still processing you in a major surgery and it's like why don't you think that way why do you go to yourself and look and go oh my god why don't i look like this because i kept looking at social media yeah, I kept staring at all these moms that were like, check out my bounce back five days later. And I finally was like, fuck your bounce. I can't deal. <laughs> like, that. stop yeah. posting about, that's great, good for you, but you maybe have a trainer. Your body maybe is, you know, genetically that way. Sometimes like they have tummy tucks. Right, right after. Yes, like there's many moms that do that. Um, yes, and there's no shade. It's like, go yeah, ahead. You don't do that. But I did not do that, nor did I have the option. So it's like, my body's taking, I mean, I'm finally at 15 months out where I finally can look at my body and go, all right, we're getting there, you know? But your bodies look gorgeous every Thank step you. of the way. Thank and you. And what you're not taking into consideration is athleticism. When you see those women's baby bounce backs all, all, that are happen so aggressively quick, I think what we're not talking about is the fact that they were athletes prior to. Almost all of them were like CrossFit or trainers themselves. And as you said, if right. they've had trainers, they didn't just get a trainer for the baby bounce back. They had a trainer <laughs> right. pre-getting right. pregnant and right. during their pregnancy, prenatal um, working point. out, that then they had the athleticism to bounce right back. For you, my, my main thing, and we didn't really talk about this, and I'm sorry because I probably should have been there for you a little bit more. No, it's okay. You're busy. That. <laughs> but I also didn't, I, I didn't know. Um, yeah, no, I didn't get heavy attention. deep into it for you, for sure. But was that, what was your athleticism before to be capable of yeah. bouncing back in such a short period of time? And it wasn't that strong because I've never been someone, I, I mean, I go to your classes and work out. I do a couple of things at home, but like, oh, let's be real. I'm not someone, I don't enjoy working out. I enjoy your workouts. I enjoy a couple other friends' things That's that I go to. because I get people drunk. Yeah, I know, right? But you make it. <laughs> It's not and anxiety. It's, it's not. I also feel like you, you, the people know what they're doing right, yes. wrong, correct. Yes. Like, it's very true. Yeah, it, it is. And I, your I, body. Yes, yeah. and I need that. Like I'm not someone, I get anxiety when I walk into a gym. Like I don't thrive in a gym. I never have. Like even yeah. when I try to, I just don't. And like, I'm not someone who can go out and just run because I get bored. Like for me, I need that creative space. I need someone that can be hands-on or go to a class where I feel like I'm somewhat in a small group and I'm mm. learning and I'm having fun and it's not anxiety. Yeah. So you make a good point. I wasn't really trained for labor per se and for giving birth and bouncing and all of that. For that time frame that you were pressuring right. yourself to. Right. And I think it's really great for all women to, to hear your journey with it. But I really want to also um, 
I, I want to stress to you, I think that some looking at what you thought was beauty before, what you thought, I think will only help what you do with your fashion and your styling as well. Mm -hmm. Because you have put pressure on you. And oh, yeah. you've always been gorgeous. You've always oh, been that kind of uh, designer model, if you will. But that doesn't exist across America and the rest of the world. Right. This obviously is an issue with all new moms because you're going through this right now with Mercedes Javid mm -hmm. of Shaza Sunset. And yeah. yeah, and she is she's putting so much pressure and on herself. And she looks freaking gorgeous. To, like but, straight up. But you right. know, again, I know. she just it's came hard. out of it. Her I know. hormones, everything. Yep, she had a crazy like, birth as well. Oh I know. God. And everyone thinks it's an all or nothing situation and it stresses even me out. Yeah, of like, course. I, I'm not even well, and like she that. leans on you guys. Like, you guys are like the uncles to her son. So yeah, it's like, course. I mean, so she leans on you like family, but at the same time, you're also working with her. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, so with her, I think what I'm really proud of her shifting just recently, because it has been three or four months of, of her putting too much stress on herself, is now she realizes that small doses of lifestyle change are right. going to chemically help her out Majorly. with her body and her mind. That's where I'm getting to now. Yep. working out, to actually want more, to not go into it with such a hatred and a, a self-loathing attitude. And she also went from having the difficult birth right. to in the middle of filming the show. I know, which so is she's crazy. Been filming That's like a whole other level of dealing with until mom. Until just, just last weekend. Right. So the pressure for her to also look good all the time on camera, it's like, I yeah, I, I really feel, feel for... All moms. The moms, especially the moms in Hollywood. Because, yeah, I know. It's no joke. Because there is pressure that's different put on them than, per se, a mom, you know, right. somewhere else that's sure. not living in the, in the public, public eye. eye. Yeah. I think all moms that can relate to how how do you adjust uh, including your child in your life? Yes. And I've, we've witnessed it when we invited you to events and stuff. Mm -hmm. When you bring Amelia to it, like some work out, some don't. Yep, some totally. are like torturous. Yep. Some are surprisingly easy. Uh -huh. And Mercedes, for instance, um, the other day, she was like, oh, let's do Runyon. I wanted uh -huh. to Runyon for the first time. I said, got it. Okay, here's my here's my chance. Let's get her in there. And she showed up with not only her baby Shams, but also <laughs> two dogs. Oh, my dad. God. She was being very, very, um, what's the word? It, uh Putting, yeah, way, way, way too much pressure. I think she thought she could do a lot. Of course, she yeah. thought she and could do it, it all. Like, oh. Well, because yeah. we do. We go back to our old self. Same with me. I'm like, yeah. my bougie self would just yeah. go out in heels and roll out. And, you know, and then Amelia's screaming and I'm falling over trying Throwing to carry the diaper bag. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, there goes my outfit and I can't hold the diaper bag. And yeah. she's screaming. You know, you don't realize go, go big how much changes. Yeah. And yeah. she went home. Right. So she showed up. And immediately after she goes, oh, okay, here I am at the gate and meeting me with the dogs. Can you take the dogs? Yeah. And I look down and I'm like, your baby has shit all over its legs. <laughs> yes, and she yes. goes, oh, oh. And then she's looking for the screen to like cover him because all the flies are attacking yeah, to the yeah. shit. And then, and then she goes, this is seriously a shit, shit show. Shit show, yeah. And then she's like, I don't know if I can wipe this up in this basin. And she's like, it's all over the basin. And I look and it's all over my forearm. Oh my God. And then, then she's like, I got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, at least yeah. we're sweating because right? of the stress yes. of you finally venturing out of the Aww, house for fitness. Yeah. So then we turned around. It took us 25 minutes to get everything organized back in the car and 
including the dogs with dust on their, <laughs> on their paws everywhere all over her car. It sounds like a scene out of a, out yeah. of the show. <laughs> well, and then she must have been rushing from the car too because then there was shit all over the baby oh seat. Oh my god! So we had to clean up that yeah. as well. Oh no, the shit will carry all over. Oh yeah, I've been I jogged down. It's sweaty. It's eighty degrees. Yeah. For us, that eighty degrees, everyone feels like a hundred degrees. Oh yeah, um, and it's been really brutal here. Like today, so, it's like ninety-five. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? We're in Vegas. Like, I it's ridiculous. sweated. I jogged down shirtless. I get home <laughs> and I realize I had baby shit all over my hand oh and my forearm God. and into Welcome my bicep. <laughs> she, yeah, she definitely wasn't as enthusiastic at yeah. uh, bringing so many things and doing so many things the next time. She, she said, said, I learned. Yeah. She goes, okay, so I'll either bring the dogs, dogs or right. I'll bring the baby. That's me. I like, used to try to bring Oscar to me too and I was like, okay, I can't. It's one or the other. And the only time now I take him is if I'm going like, on a walk locally with the stroller no. and I tie him to the stroller and then I take them both. Other than that, trying to take him in the car, take her, she's screaming, he's barking. I'm like, this is literally a shit show. Like yeah. why, and why are we doing this to ourselves? Because yeah. I think in our minds and I feel for her and I know how she is, it's like we want to be able to do it all. And you can do it all, but what I'm learning is that doing it all in like different, bite size. yes, bite sizes <laughs> yeah. and figuring out like what works and what makes sense and like, multitasking the things that you should but then the things that you shouldn't like just surrendering like you were saying when you walked in and I was like welcome to my crazy household and the other stuff is everywhere and you're like yeah you just have to surrender and it's like yeah I'm learning that motherhood is literally surrendering like we you have just to too and I think this is a good reminder for friends and gunkles alike yes out there um that you if you are going to include your child in your life then the trial and error aspect people have to be patient around you too yes and thank like you for us, saying that yeah tell her we're, we're like to mercedes we're like okay so if we're having a weekend away or if we're if we're having a party night you're going to bring your child right and we're going to be okay with that because we're all growing up together yes, and we totally. all have to get used to it and it's a community well, right I mean, and that's nice because some people are like you're bringing her and i'm like I don't have that much help. Most of my family is on the East Coast. Yes, that's my choice, but like most of them are there. I only have a couple of nannies I trust that I use here and there for availability. Justin and I are pretty much just us. So it's like, if we want to go out, like we, and we want to also like expose her and have her be around our friends and like get to be, But see, that's you know, what you're doing right. We know a lot of our friends that have had babies that don't, because they're fearful of right. bringing the baby or, or it being yes. a mess or not yes. being what it used to be. Chaos. They just... Um, avoid and yeah. we don't see Isolate them. Yeah, and, and so yeah. it's like give give the people around you a chance to be included in your journey because you know we'll help out. We love it. Yeah, well, you guys are yes. so good. You guys, well, we're so good at. Um, what was the last event I went to with you guys? Hydrofacial. Oh, that's that right. That's right. That's where I saw yeah. you for a hot minute. That's yes. right. That's right. Yeah. The facial. Remember, Amelia was like playing in the yeah. like little like van and oh, waving at everyone so and like cute. walking around. I'm not an expert with children by any means, but when you're there and you're you're doing us a favor, you're showing up to an event as an influencer. So uh, you deserve to get even a mini um, hydrofacial. Yeah, which it was so I, nice. It felt nice. Yes. And you sat there, but then Amelia is like <laughs> going to you know pull all the cords. Oh and yeah, stuff. and she's so, shoving things down her throat. And oh yeah, that was. So literally she starts like choking remember when I was getting my facial mm -hmm. and I'm like whacking her in the back like literally saving her right there I'm like wow and then I remember the woman turning to me and going wow that was real fast and I'm like well what are you gonna do right your kid's choking it's like get it out of your mouth you know what and I mean and I took her for like five minutes and I could just see all of a sudden you're you're still having to watch because you have that mother watchful eye and here you know I don't have a child so <laughs> you need to micromanage that but you, you also just took some deep breaths and then even getting a mini hydrofacial is more than most moms 
do have yes. care. And I really think they need to try and find a balance. It's easy for me to say of course. as a guy with no kids. But I really would love for them to find some kind of balance where they don't lose themselves and they don't lose their normalcy. Yeah, no, and you're, again, with the bite size that you were saying, Brent, is 100% right. It's like, same with me. I'm trying to find these little areas of self-care that I can do. So, like, with Justin, I'll tell him, you know what? Tonight you're on daddy duty. I'm going to take a bath. And I'll go upstairs and I'll take a bath with my thoughts. We were saying that, you know, the bite size and doing, like you said, Craig, the self-care, you know, allowing yourself. And so I was saying that, I tell Justin like once a week, hey, you're on daddy duty. I know you're tired again from work, but like I need a breather and I go upstairs to my lavender salts, get in the bath, have some essential oils and I just take a bath and have a glass of wine and I let him put her to bed and I just like do my own thing to like escape for an hour to feel mm. like me again. And I realize now more and more how important that is. And then like every few weeks I get my nails done, I get my lashes done. Like those are things that make me feel good, that make me feel like me, that I wasn't doing when I was going through my postpartum depression and I did not realize how much that was contributing to my postpartum depression because I wasn't doing me like you said and I wasn't checking in and doing these little things that I should be doing. And it's really hard as a mom because you get mom guilt and then you get, oh, it's too much to go out. Like I fit for Mercedes and she's like, let me try to do all this. Oh, this is too much, never mind. Like I'll just go back home and it's like, you have all those moments where you get so fearful and you get so much anxiety and you're like, well, never mind. I'll just stay home because it's way easier to just stay in my bubble, but you don't realize how much that contributes to so many other downfalls. A lot of my clients too have, have talked about how when they lack in self-care yes. uh, and they're watching the kids all day mm-hmm. and, and then their husband comes home and he's wanting attention, that they're finally like, you you hit a point yes, where you, do. you, you hit a wall. Your, yes. your, your husband, you, you know, you're not being a good spouse you're not being a good right. parent at that not being point. good to and yourself so, yep. yeah so you have to just to be uh feel yourself and 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 have more self-care so that you can be better with the people around you let me ask you how does a mom a new mom feel sexy Ooh. where are the moments where you have found or have you found moments where you feel sexy oh that's that's a really good question Ooh, i saw like goosebumps um well that definitely took me a long time i especially obviously going after a c-section and my body again not being where i wanted to be i had a really hard time getting sexual justin for months even though he was like i think you look fine like you look beautiful still to me you actually look more beautiful because you had my baby i did not see myself that way i was like oh god like my body's you know off and this and that so for me it took me a while to get there um uh, probably for me a couple glasses of wine to make myself feel a little <laughs> yeah, relaxed yeah. and like liquid courage yeah, to be like yeah. okay yeah you know i could do this um, but I would say like really in the last few months, probably just from finally finding somewhat of a rhythm with Amelia with her being 15 months old now, finding my confidence in myself, finding those times for self-care and being able to go out for a date night because that's so important or get dressed up for red carpet and seeing myself look pretty and seeing myself, you know, look sexy and feel beautiful. That's then giving me the confidence to be like, oh, I feel sexy. Now I want to go jump on him in bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's brought that confidence back for me. But that's a really good question because it took me a long time, you know, and, and a lot of moms, I think, struggle with that because you're, you know, you do, you look at your body and you go, okay. Well, it's not looking, you know, maybe in your mind great. And so now I'm going to go try to sleep with my partner. And they don't think that way because, of course, most straight men think one way. But, like, in your mind, they're looking at everything and it's, you know, overwhelming. And, like, I remember some of the first times during sex, like, not only is it painful because you've given yeah. birth, it's so painful. Is it? Oh, it's so painful. It's so painful. Like, describe it. Can you go into more detail? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like. Acquiring minds want to know. Oh, my God. It's like. Is it like it's, it's like a, it's a, it's like a burning, time? stabbing, like it's, at least for me, I mean, it was, it was, it was intense. And Did then for me, it was like, giving birth? kind like, of, and yeah. then it was like kind of pulling on like the C-section area and like 
tugging mm, in the scar yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, it was like. What does it feel like for the guy? He said it was the same. same, same. <laughs> <laughs> like they're yeah. bastards, you know? It's like he's like, it's like well, it's good right. to me. I know, I right? Know. He's like, I don't, I don't know, know what the problem. About. I know, right? He's like, I got you. He's like, you know, I got you. Like, you know, the you know organic, you know, lube, coconut, this that. And I'm like, oh yeah, great, thanks. You know, it's like okay, it maybe helps like this <laughs> yeah, much, you yeah. know? And like, you know, he's like, oh, I, you know, I didn't notice a difference. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, you didn't like feel this. He's like, no. I'm like, oh my god, I literally felt like a stabbing, like, a burning, a tugging, right? I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, this is intense. So yeah, for me, I'm probably for like the first five or ten times it was like that. It was wow. like, yeah, it That's was a lot of painful sex. Yeah, no, right? To get used it was, to it. Right? To it was break like, you in. Yeah, to break Jeez. you in. It was like, yeah, it's no joke. I'm telling you, like. Again, nobody talks about this stuff like how hardcore the pregnancy is and then how hardcore your birth can be and then after you give birth, like where you're at and the things you can go through. Like, And it's just from what I hear from other moms who are already seasoned moms, they're like, <laughs> welcome to it. Like it only gets crazier, right. you know? And you're like, oh my gosh, why does nobody share this? Like why, like, I, you know? I really think that people, that people want to give the illusion that yes. they're a perfect parent. Yes, and, and, and I'm sick of it. I'm seriously sick of it. That that looks like it's a reflection of how they're raising their kids right. or what what their it's family's going to be like, and it's like it's the exact opposite. opposite. Yes, exactly. And thank you for saying that because I want Amelia Ray to look like down the road, like whether Instagram exists or not or whatever. But look at my journey and be like, wow, my mom was doing all that when I was this little. Wow, she was sharing all that mm -hmm. like real like. So now I have the confidence to share you know my story and be real at a young age because. We all go through, obviously, like, you know, confidence shakeups. And when we're younger, we're, like, really trying to find ourselves. And I think that's becoming harder and harder now in society. And so, like, I want her to see, like, no, it took me a while to find myself, too. But, like, now I'm really finding my purpose and sharing that real and raw and that authenticity. And like you said, like, not, you know, being like, oh, this is perfect and whatever. Yeah, sure, I use a pretty filter, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's it. Everything else is, like here's what's happening. I write you like a novel post now of like mm -hmm. what's going on in my life and tell you what happened because I'm like, people need to hear this. Like mm -hmm. we need to share this. We need to stop being this society. It's like everything's perfect all the time. By the way, this is my perfect house and my, you know, my living room spotless and this is my perfect child. It's like, no, nobody I, else wants to see that anymore. I remember I, that was a big lesson I learned from Craig during our show. Cause you, you know, you get on the show, you have a reality show. Yes. You, you want to put your your best, best foot yes, forward, yes, and you're like, absolutely. "I look great. I live like this." Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you're not being yourself. And Craig was like, "You lose branded. yourself." Yeah, he's yes. like, "This is you know, number one key. You need to be relatable. Oh, good for be you, yourself, Craig. so that when people watch you, and that is exposing the 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 issues and um, yeah, it's and being vulnerable. Are, so that comes from many years on camera of farting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You. I'm really proud of you, and I want you to know that that's beautiful, and that as a man, of course I'm a gay man, but um, I, men, straight men can relate, relate to this. I think what men find beautiful is a woman that's confident, that Thank she's you. given it her all, and that she's balancing stuff. Like as you said, Justin's really into the fact that you gave birth to his child, mm -hmm. and you would never have came to the door uh, to greet us with a bra, oh, no. No, a bra that's <laughs> hanging on by a thread. Right, literally. No, yeah, it's I'm going to take a photo yeah, of the back <laughs> and you're going to post it. Don't change it. Oh, is it unhooked? Yeah, because yeah. you know why? The breast, it's, a, yeah. it's a nursing bra and I nursed Amelia right before <laughs> you guys came and so I probably did not hook it correctly. The stylist has a fashion faux pas. But that is amazing. <laughs> that's what I crave 
in months just to be like, okay, who gives a F? Right. Let's just be ourselves. Yes. And, and that in itself is going to be confidence. Better. I also love that you post photos of you when you're breastfeeding. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you know what? It's so funny because some people love it and some people hate it. I get so many nasty messages. You know, why are you showing that? And that's so much. And I'm like, you know what? Then unfollow me. Like, you don't have to follow my page. Like, you know, like, I don't even follow you. I just saw it. And I'm like, oh, well, sorry. I popped up on your yeah. stuff. I don't know what to tell you. You know, you it's know like. photo <laughs> that I posted uh, Mercedes yeah. for People Magazine. Yes. The, the unedited I saw that. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. I got people all over saying, you know, something should just be private. Uh-huh. I, I know. The, I'm like, and no. they were women Right. Isn't that I was crazy? Like, this I know. is a pregnant woman. Yeah. Oh, I've had women say to me, like, you know, you're making me feel bad, you know, by share. I said, listen, I said, this is this is not supposed to be a place to make you feel bad. If I make you feel bad, by all means, please unfollow me because for your own mental health, like, you, then you, because yeah. n- trust me, when so I, nice. you know, it's true. I had to do the same thing when, after I had a million, went through my postpartum depression, I signed off, you guys know, off social media for almost like two months. I went dark. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't be on. I posted and said, I'm going dark. I'll be back. And I had to, because for me, I realized I was consuming my mind and I was feeding myself all this stuff that just wasn't real, but in my mind somehow it was becoming real and it was mm. affecting me day in and day out with my body, with being a mom, with breastfeeding, with the list went on. And I was like, this is no longer safe. This is no longer healthy. It's time to sign off, you know? And I had to do some therapy and, you know, meditation, do the work to like mm. get myself into a good place. But I realized to sign off of social and say, you know what? Just like when you watch TV and you consume things, it's the same thing. We're actually consuming way more with social media. And when we're watching people's stories, even if you're really not listening, you're still taking it in. And you're still somehow feeding your soul. And some of it's not good, you know? And so I said to this mom, I was like, listen, if that's upsetting you and I'm like a trigger for you, then please, I will not be offended. Like, go ahead and unfollow me. Well, she needs to do the personal work before she is relying on someone else. Yes, exactly. That's so beautifully said. And that, I think, was my issue too is that after I was a new mom I was looking at some moms trying to find and compare which is terrible and be like okay how do I navigate this and oh she's doing it this way and she's and it was like no Allie you need to figure out for yourself because you're your own mother and, and so your, you, your child is different than their child yes and has absolutely needs, yes you know? and everyone is different yeah. and I think that's where social media and you guys know too because you guys are influencers like social media can become so overwhelming because it's like this rat race and this compare, compare, compare. And it's like now I finally find myself like only looking at you guys and other friends of mine or people that inspire me. I'm no longer looking at everything. I'm no longer like comparing. If I start to notice I go down that rabbit hole, I immediately sign off. I don't go on social for the rest of the day. I literally cut myself off because I know that it's way too dark. Great. You know? Good for you. I love it. Well, I should really do a stretch and wine class for moms uh, yes, via social you media. Yes, should. Yes. Everyone gl- grab I'll a host glass it with of you. their favorite be fun. wine yes. and let's get together and just do something that's going to make you feel good and make you aware that'd of your amazing. body and start moving your body because that's key. I love key. that. It is, and it is key, moving your body. And it's mm-hmm. like we don't realize as moms, like, like I didn't move my body probably for months because I was in so much pain and I was afraid to move my body and then I wasn't allowed to drive for nine weeks. It's like when you're told these things and you, you know, and they don't work out because you could, you know, tear your abs again. You're like, okay, well, I'll just sit here. I don't know what else to do. And then all of a sudden months go by, at least for me, and I was too afraid to do anything. And at that point I was depressed. So I was just like, all right, well, I'll just sit here. And then you don't realize 
how bad that is for you. Well, when a mom is caring for a child too, and I've, I've seen this, when a parent is, they're moving their body, uh, taking care of their child. Yes. And that is a workout in itself. Sure. But, and you, I can't tell you, I'll oh, be aware of your body because your focus obviously is on the health and protection of your child. But then when you do have an opportunity to take your child for a walk or, or something that engages your body, even for five minutes or my stretching like yes. with my anatomy of stretching book at night, something that's for yourself, it's a confidence booster. And it's more about the chemical change that will happen rather than the weight that will come off because the chemical right. change is what's necessary for uh, you to start eating healthier that's such and gravitating advice. towards um, a healthier lifestyle mm -hmm. and for you to fit more exercise in for yourself and, and self-care and beauty right baths getting yeah. your nails done your right. lashes your hair right doing those things, things I think are that, important yeah, but it does start all of that stuff uh, does start with your your fitness no you're right so can you like i love what you just said so can you maybe share for you know my moms and anyone really listening like what are some tips that you would give craig that like would help people get out of slums i feel like people you know unless you're like someone who loves to work out you just get in these different slums whether it's a season whether you had a baby whatever yeah. it is something changes in life how do you like restart yourself how do you re-motivate how do you get yourself to work out again i'm reminded of when I trained Brandon's sister Brie uh, who lives in Salt Lake City yeah, I, I trained her via social media mm -hmm. and with her and her friend Carrie and they had a lot of thank you um, I need another sip of coffee um, <laughs> to lose I told them simply walk and walk for 20 minutes and then that walk for 20 minutes turned into 25, it turned into 30, and then 35, and then eventually it turned into a jog. And then um, I had them have their last supper where <laughs> I said, eat whatever you want. But even telling someone, eat whatever you want, already it shifts their consciousness to where she didn't feel like it. Like right. she didn't want to self-sabotage because self-sabotaging is a very personal thing yes. that, that people will isolate as we talked about earlier and they'll do. They don't publicly announce, oh, I'm going to, guess what I'm doing? I'm eating a large pizza right. tonight all on my own. No, but when it's addressed and they start talking about it and people can do this in all forms, like it, with me even, that why I open up for my online training and consultations so someone can be held accountable. Yeah. But tell your friends. Get a get a girlfriend. Get it. Tell your your family members right. uh, or a, a family member or your partner um, that th this is what I'm trying to do and I'm trying to make changes. That instantly shifts it as well. Um. And then with with your working out, if you just start walking, it will turn into a jog. And then for food wise, um, I don't know if you you know this with my ballet. Um, how I lost 30 pounds oh, yeah, in yeah, one yeah. month. Uh -huh. It's a lot easier because I'm so muscular. So yes, muscle definitely. weighs more than fat. Right. But to tra to actually change my body type, what I had to do was concentrate on um, giving myself some healthier options during the, the week that are pre-prepared. Uh, I was going to say easy, uh, fast. Okay. Yeah. And I, I used um, Anna Rose AR. Oh, AR I had those. They were healthy. delicious. You did. Yes, yeah. My yes. stretch and wine class. Yes. And the portions of those are perfect. They were, uh, yeah, you know, they are, and they're really yummy. Roughly 250 to 360 calories. And then they and had they crackers. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yes. The pretzel yes. crackers. Right. So the hand-to-mouth action of those, mm. and and if you those aren't available unfortunately yet for all, everyone, but the concepts are there. Right. So take your base foods. What is a low-calorie vegetable option that then you can add in your oh. your proteins if you're working out, and you can add in lettuce and greens if you feel like you have to. Donors. Yeah, stuff your st oh. stomach if it's been stretched out. Okay. Yeah, because it takes about two to three weeks for um you to start. 
feeling different, uh, your stomach shrinking and for uh, that process to be a little easier because most times we're left starving. Right. So we need options with that. Oh. Like if I tell people, okay, for the first two weeks, yes, it's okay to have fluids with your uh, liquids with your uh, meals, mm -hmm. but just know you're prolonging the inevitable where your stomach is going to have to shrink and that's a, a torturous process. Okay. And then like, oh, okay, then it makes sense. But now a woman that's just had a baby, I know like yes. being around... Um, these women, when you're out to lunch, they can't eat very much right. because, you know, there's no room. Correct. So what, how does that transition after the baby's born? Are you just breastfeeding and ravenous? I'm like, ra oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, still, I mean, I'm not as ravenous as I used to be, yeah. but literally my appetite has changed so much that I now eat more than Justin does. Like whenever he makes dinner at night, <laughs> he literally laughs and he's like, okay, so I made myself one steak. I'm going to make you two. And like, yeah. I, and I'll, and I'll put them away. Well, like, you're burning so many calories. Yes. From because from, from breastfeeding, yeah. it's like, you don't realize how much you deplete yourself and you're literally having to make this milk. And half the reason so many moms have trouble breastfeeding is just diet and food alone they're not eating enough so therefore mm -hmm. they're not able to actually create that production because they don't realize like it's a whole exercise itself in your body that's happening yeah. and i've been really blessed that like between upping different things like you know to put in my food to help the lactation you know lactation cookies and like the different mm -hmm. yeah. you know nuts and different things like that have helped but i eat a lot and i definitely have gotten way more ravenous since like giving birth to her to even now 15 months i still eat like when you guys came i was eating another lunch like I, I still eat quite a bit. So I think that that's like a mm. big part of it, but it's hard because then again, yeah. I realized I don't think I was gaining a ton, but I did gain a little bit more in the beginning because I was eating so much. And then I wasn't moving because I was, you know, did have a C-section, did have postpartum depression, you know, had all these boxes yeah. checked that I wasn't working out. So then when I finally started doing a little bit of movement and like going to your class and going to a couple other classes, then I started to kind of see things start to shed. And I think also because I was continuing breastfeeding and now Amelia's walking, so I'm running after her all the time. So that's exercise in itself. Yeah. I think it just starts to shift, you know, mm. but it's true. It's like those different stages. It is hard and it's hard for moms, even in pregnancy. It's like in the beginning, you guys remember I was sick for the first 19 weeks yeah. and I like didn't want to eat anything. Like anything I ate yeah. made me sick, you know? So it's like, it would just be such, it's such a roller coaster. It, it it is such a roller coaster. Yeah, postnatal. Uh, a lot of women tell me that uh, it's almost like they're working in retail, mm -hmm. where um, they have to eat so quickly okay. just to make sure they're on hand to take care of their baby. Right. And so, like, oh, is this my opportunity to right. eat? So it's, it's like, true. Oh, like oh, now, oh. I eat like so fast because unless she's napping, like I know I'm gonna have to be like chasing her and eating and running. And it's that like, won't make you satisfied either. Right. So that's why we. Uh, I would imagine then you'd want the two steaks is because you're, <laughs> you're eating the first one so fast. Right. So I don't know what the answer is again because I don't live that lifestyle. Sure. And it's obnoxious when when a guy would tell you like <laughs> so I think that just saying that find ways of slowing down that grazing so that you're continuously uh, feeling satisfied and keep some unsweetened vanilla almond milk in the uh, fridge and one. chances are you're thirsty and not not hungry right uh, if you are grazing with foods and such right and a good trick if, if you can't control your appetite and you know that you're you're nourished with food have a half a lemon bite on it oh you are not gonna want to have a second steak after the first one if you either brush your teeth and or bite on a lemon. Uh -huh. But I say lemon over the brushing teeth because the lemon um, helps with any kind of sodium excess oh. and it, it's a natural uh, diuretic. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting tip. I've never heard that before. Now you <laughs> I love that. Okay. And Brandon, what about you? Mm -hmm. Like self-care, like you were saying before, and obviously being a beauty guru, like what are some things, you know, 
obviously the bottom moms are gonna want to come to you do go to you but like if they if they can't or there's someone that's listening that's you know remote mm-hmm. what are some things they can do to check into self-care and some things in beauty that maybe would help boost that confidence and get them going in you know another way as well well, you said the most important thing. I think start off with a bath, mm-hmm. taking some time. If that's all you can do, you right. have no help. Your husband's working all day. Like when he comes home, yeah, to carve out 30 minutes, a glass of wine, yeah. um, draw a bath. A- and a lot of my clients, that's all they get yeah. for the first yep. year. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. a bubble bath. But it it makes a world of difference. And alone time. Mm-hmm. The alone time in the bathroom. Right. You know, I, I, I just think taking those moments, um, that's one of the most important things. I think um, so. getting a mani-pedi. Mm-hmm. These are things that are short. Right. Sh- they don't take a long time. Sure. You know. Right. It's not like a two-hour hour. massage. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, stick with beauty, beauty things and self-care things that are bite-sized. Like I always okay. say bite-sized. It's e- it's easier to, to do things in small, small um, right. time frames. It's more digestible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mani-pedi. Just get a petty. Yeah. You know, it's a good like point. If, if that's all you have the time for, but do it. Go to, you know, it, um, have your, a blowout. Have someone in your life rub your feet, no? I love well, that. Would that be okay? I'm going to touch us in that. Greg <laughs> 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 said. Yeah. Although I hate feet, so. <laughs> Dry bars. Uh-huh. Blowout okay. bars. Uh-huh. Like once in a while. That's a good idea. I mean, because here's the thing, too. Moms get used to. Like you said, hair you're in your stretch, your hair's pulled up, <laughs> yep. you're running around. I'm like example in front of you. <laughs> you don't have a lot of time yeah. to, to get ready. A simple blowout at a dry bar costs you, you know, anywhere, depending on where you, where you live, under $100. Yes. It makes a huge difference. Somebody else is shampooing you, you're in and out yeah. in 45 minutes. True. So just stick to small things until you have the time. I, I love know. that. I have a question for you, Brandon. Ooh. So that that's pregnancy or, or post uh, baby uh, beauty question. So why do so many of my girlfriends chop their hair off after they <laughs> after they get Is it because the baby pulls on the hair? I what? have a lot of friends that do this too. Yeah. I actually am not in that space, but I know a lot of friends who do it. I I actually feel like a lot of women chop. It's you should not chop your hair after birth because your your face hormones, you're always right? looking down. Yeah, so you're always looking down at your baby. If you want to be able to have your hair out of your face, out of the baby's face, oh, the hair's up. not. That's why mine's yes. up in a bun all the time. What women do is they feel they feel like they their body doesn't belong to them. Yep. They're oh they've so been overweight. True. They their face is swollen. Everything's it's swollen. True. You look at yourself it's, and you're like, who am I? This is not who I am. That's yeah, exactly yeah. how I felt for months. And it's instantaneous. Right. It's a way that you can feel like a different person. Mm-hmm. In, in but 30 really, minutes, do oh, I they like it? Like they're they, always like, "Oh no, what did I do?" They're just right. trying to feel better. I agree and with different. him. It's like a, it's like a change. It, what yeah. about extensions? If if they regret it, are there any like very affordable you know, extensions that you, you know just what? The mom in? should not be, be do, like. You don't need to like. You right, don't need it's to like do that. To worry yeah, about. right. It's it, and extensions are again a long process. Right, and then Stick it's maintenance. Yeah, I like that advice. Fit in your life. Don't cut your hair up. Get a trim. Get right. like get a haircut. Yeah. But make sure you can pull it up. Right. In a ponytail or at right. Least Don't go the, crazy and like chop it off unless you yeah. truly know that's what you want. Because it's true. I have friends yeah. of mine. Same th- like same thing. They get overwhelmed and they are like, oh my god, I do need to do a drastic change. And like, oh my god, why did I do this? And I'm like, well, you. I get what the idea was, but like, it really wasn't what you wanted. But you're right. You do look at your body. Like I remember literally half standing up the day after I 
gave birth and people post that photo of me in that, you know, horrible orange robe holding Amelia. And, you know, I was like, oh, my God. And because I, I wanted to wear my cute floral robes. And, of course, at a C-section and I couldn't go around all my tubes. And anyways, so basically, you know, I was wearing this robe and I'm holding Amelia. And, you know, they have this picture in people and I'm barely standing. I mean, you look at the picture. My feet are all like, you know, pivoted weird because I'm trying to like support myself and like hold her. And I remember staring at her. And literally tearing in the photo going, oh, my God, you're amazing. Like, I'm madly in love with this little angel. And I'm looking down my body. And I'm already ridiculing myself for having this pooch, you know, below because she's, you know, out in my arms. And it's like, well, duh, Allie, that's where you literally carried her not yeah. even 24 hours ago. But you're right. You look at your body and you go, oh, like, what is this body? What? Why is my face already breaking out? What is going on? My lashes fell out. I had just gotten lash extension. Like you just look yep. at yourself and you go, and remember, "Who is this?" Haircuts are control. Right. You you know it's oh, just like the breakup point. haircut. Uh -huh. You have control over that. Good point. At that point, you don't have control over anything that's happening to your body. Nothing. You right. Know? So it's like. True. You know, so it, true. That it, it's just one one small thing that they do, which I always tell people, do not. Right. Don't. You know, because then it, then you're going to go through the process four to six months later where your hair is going to start falling. Oh, yep. I went through that. Postpartum hair loss. The real thing. It's, it's, Look, you can see I still, like, yeah. I, I was coming back, but you can see, like, the little, like, shed scraper pocket. And, but yeah. it's, like, I, like, a little bit of balding on each side. And I'm like, wow, this is a real thing. Like, you get postpartum hair loss. And it's God so, is a man. He's <laughs> really cruel. Man. <laughs> it's so much. For some people, though, it's a lot. So I'm always like, don't, don't make... Get, wait and get your big haircut after the hair loss situation. That's really then good go advice. Then go and clean things up. But yeah, don't do anything that's, that's like drastic. not yeah. Yeah, drastic. Don't do anything big. Don't stay away from things that are, are take a lot of time. Um, there are some amazing um, at-home masks uh -huh. and eye patches. You'd You'd be surprised what putting a set of eye gels yes, in the I refrigerator do that. Yep. will uh -huh. do for I put them under my eyes. Yeah. That and a jade roller, and I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> and What's, a good one? What's a good there's one underneath facial. the eyes? Um, I like using more natural ones. So Honest Hazel is, is Ooh, one of my favorite. One. Okay. Yeah. I've been into Patchology lately because they're all so clean. And I like they have like cold ones and they have like green tea ones so like for different enzymes. Mm. And refreshing. Like, yes. Yeah. Very. And if you don't have access to those, ladies chamomile tea bags yes. after you've had your tea put them 100%. in a ziploc baggie put them in Such the fridge tip. Mm -hmm. it draws all of the um puffiness out of yes. your eyes i've done and that it you're right it. so uh -huh. you know there, yeah you, yeah there's ways you can do yeah. that at home with home remedies i've even taken put spoons in my freezer and gotten Perfect. them cold and put them on yeah. i'm like mm. sometimes you just need to do something you yeah, know if you don't have a jade roller, <laughs> right. a cold spoon yeah does the same thing my mom every time i stressed her out as a, as a kid uh, she had a refreshing mist spray oh, yeah. that uh -huh. she would go to the fridge and she'd always I love spray it. Her face. Yeah, she needs something and to refresh. I didn't refresh. realize for years uh -huh. that it was me that was driving her to the fridge <laughs> to do that. See what we sacrificed? Oh, now, like when I, now, whenever I talk to my mom, I'm like, oh, mom, I bow down to you. Like, I ah. have such a change in respect mm. for you now. Like, I always loved you, but now I'm like, wow. Like, yeah. you sacrificed so much for us and still do, but like, it's just wild. Like now that I'm my own mom, I'm like, 
Wow, this is like no joke. New like, appreciation. Yes, for, and that's I think what I'm feeling with my friends that are. Happy yes, new appreciation, and I think going back to what you were saying earlier too, Craig, it's like new appreciation for life. Mm. You like can't help but have that because your baby is experiencing this new world so magically, and everything's so of awe to them, and they're mm. learning, and everything's just so like wow, like literally Amelia now looks mm. everything goes wow, and I think to myself wow, like, why don't I look at life that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like, forces you into this, like, immediate presence of, like, smell the roses, appreciate this. And it's, like, we all get caught up, especially in Hollywood. And I feel like yeah. when you're in that with your new baby, I'm sure Mercedes experiencing it too. Like, you just, all of a sudden, you're like, wow, okay, this is real life. Like, yes, everything else I do mm -hmm. is my career and everything else, but that's the noise around me. Like, yeah. this is my real life, you yeah. know? And so it's it's just, it's so it's so interesting. And I love how, like, supportive you guys are to, like, you know, me and Mercedes and so many of your friends who do have babies because I think that's so important. You know, like you said, it's like some people don't have that and they're afraid to go out and they're afraid if their child screams or cries. And it's like, who cares? Like, that's what kids do. And we still do. want to be, be a part of all of your guys' lives. So right. So we're, we also... Um, are fitting into how your life is changing. Yeah. You know, and, help and us help that. you. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some tips from, as a new mom, to friends that mm -hmm. are in your life. What do you need from them and when do you need it? Oh, wow. Okay, so one thing I learned in the beginning when I first gave birth is like, and this is everyone, disagrees, everyone agrees, disagrees, depends on the person, but I think that you should really limit visits. Like I wanted to be, you know, like, oh, yes, come see Amelia and let me be a host and come on over. And it's like, you need that precious time with your baby and your significant other to bond and mm. to like really learn your child and your friends need to understand that like they need to give you like that first few weeks, almost a month to like let you just be. Oh shit, we've been over at MJ's house <laughs> yeah, every but, single yeah, day. But, but given, that, given that Mercedes told us, she was like, um, I don't want you guys at the hospital. Right, yeah, she, she drew her boundary. Yeah, she was uh -huh. like, you know, so we, we didn't see her in the hospital. And right. then the first day, she actually called us the morning she brought the baby home. She was like Aww. on her way home and she was like, come over and see him. You know? See, but that's fine. And if that's how she felt, then that's how she felt in the yeah. moment. For me, I didn't really get that opportunity. I kind of was bombarded and people didn't mm. necessarily ask, family included. And it was very overwhelming for me. And mm. I didn't realize it in the moment. In the moment, I felt like, oh, they're all seeing her and it's great. But then afterwards, I'm laying in bed going, oh my God, the whole day is gone. I didn't get any time with her. Mm. Now, like, she's going to sleep. And you just don't realize how much that plays on your emotions yeah. and your hormones and everything that's going on. And you're literally learning your child. Mm. You know, so it's like, I love that Mercedes drew that boundary at yeah. the hospitals. I would just say overall, like, draw your boundaries and know, like, who you want there and who you don't. And, like, Should we ask, like, do we check in with text messages or calls? Yeah, I would like, what say, do you like, I think texts are good just because sometimes, like, at least me, like, I can never get on the phone now unless she's yeah. napping because I just know like she's gonna start yelling the minute I'm on the phone because she's vocal now and she wants to talk mm. and say hello yeah. you know so it's like a text is good especially when you're a new mom like you're so tired you're so depleted you're probably sleeping when the baby's sleeping hopefully mm. yeah. so it's like a text just being like hey and something I learned that some of my friends did and you guys did do like was like how are you feeling people always mm. ask how's the baby how's the oh. baby doing how's the and that's great like it's a yeah. brand new baby and I think that's amazing but like nobody asks how are you doing and it's like that's why these doulas and midwives exist and why you're seeing so much of that shift even with like my birth like even though I didn't go to plan I wanted that team for me because I need those people who understood yeah. how is mama doing oh. how are you doing and they yeah, kind yes it is and that's why we have so many issues in society and why postpartum depression exists so mm -hmm. highly and all these things because moms don't get that care well you go from being a pregnant woman where yes. everybody's like yes 
all know, about you. Move totally. and sit. And, right. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like you disappear. Not, yeah. Right. Because you literally become like this shelf to hand off the baby. And it's like, but I need to check in with you and say, yeah. how are you doing? And how are you I feeling? Like you know? So I think that's really important. And then I would just say like meals, if you know, whether you pick it up or, you know, you cook bringing something over so they don't have to do it. Like that was huge. Like my family and friends were so great about like bringing over meals for the first three weeks. So Justin and I literally had the fridge stuffed. So when um, like we were crazy with Amelia, it was like, oh great, put this in the microwave. Oh great, put this in the oven. So we didn't even have to think for the first like month and a half like that. And But even now, is it still, is it still so busy? Would you appreciate that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not as necessary now because, like, you hopefully find your footing. Like, I feel like I have and, like, I'm learning it and everything. But I think anything, like, just, hey, we're coming over to see you. Like, do you want us to bring anything? At least extending it mm, is Brandon, nice. Brandon, note to self. <laughs> Next time, bring over some Anna Rose Fit and Healthy. <laughs> we, we have the connection. I love oh, it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's Got like, it. but, you know, it's like, but these are things, again, we're all busy in our lives. Get caught up. You don't think about it. But the mom, because she is so depleted, because everything is so new to her she doesn't even think about that she needs those things like I know I've become so guilty and like I am constantly giving to Amelia and I'm constantly giving to Justin and I don't give enough to myself and I realize that like for me I have to check in with myself like one big thing for me now for self-care is checking in like I sit down and journal and write down like what am I grateful for and maybe like what is triggering me and like what is going on with me so that I check in with myself so I know where I'm at so I can clear my mind and be like mentally fit so I can actually like move forward in my day and I don't get to do it every day but I try to do it like once a week at least and then be like okay maybe I need to meditate because I didn't meditate this week and that helps me reset but you just don't realize when you're a mom like you just we're all so busy but then when you add being a mom like it just takes things to a whole nother level because you're literally responsible for this life or lives for some of my moms and I have so many kids and I'm like oh my god I don't even know how you do it but it's like you mm-hmm. give and give and give. Meanwhile, Justin's trying to knock me up for number two. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and it's like, you give and give and give. And you're like, oh my God, how am I supposed to give back to myself? But like you guys yeah. said, you have to. What do you, what's your thought on these, uh, this trend that I'm seeing now yeah. about uh, baby moons? Baby moons. I, I mean, it's funny. I mean, I think they're interesting. We kind of did one by accident because my brother had a um, basketball tournament um, for his team in um, Hawaii mm-hmm. when I was pregnant. So it just kind of worked out of like, hey, we're going to go with you and it's going to kind of be like a faux yeah. baby moon, but it was more like with the what family and whatever. I it basically it. means you celebrate that like the last kind of hurrah see, that's together. That's the part that kind of freaks me out because yes. it almost feels like you're, you're, you're kind of saying goodbye. Saying goodbye yes, to, yes. And that's where I have a problem with it too. To like... To your, your life, yes, your yeah, life. And you're, you're going on your last yes. vacation or yes. trip. Or, I agree. It's like this it bad connotation. Like, yes, yeah, where it, it's it feels like it's the last thing where I, you know, if, like the last supper, like you yeah, were saying yeah. earlier. Where right. it, it was like you were going if you're going on a trip to celebrate, um, you know. The, the, this is going to be right. This is the new beginning the for new us, beginning and like, yeah, as, I agree. As parents, mm-hmm. and so you know, you're. So I think it's interesting. It's like it's like anything else, right? That's trending. Yeah. It's like everyone's like made a thing of it, so now everyone's doing it. But I agree with you. It's like when you put the right connotation around it and say, "Oh my God, we're going to like celebrate, celebrate. this life yeah. and be so excited that this is something new. It's coming to our lives. And it's a blessing." Versus this is our last vacation. You know, we're going away, just the two of us. It's like finding that. You well, know. I notice moms use that word a lot right. before they have a baby. Like they'll come in to get their haircut, and they're like, "This is my last haircut." Right. Before, and it's like, well, 
Good for you for yeah, noticing yeah, that. You know, though. it's like, well, this shouldn't be your last haircut. Right. This is like, yeah, for a this moment. Is the for a moment. Before you have your baby. Yeah. You know, so like, let's totally. It, you know, it's they're already setting themselves up. That, but that, but that's yeah, what I mean. but you're right, and we're but guilty of, of it. It is. It is. And people don't realize. I it think, goes in your the mind. The psych- yes. psyche, like, yes. like what you were saying, yes, of what using certain verbiage uh-huh. does, and it's like none of these should be your last, because then I do think. You know that does foster some sort of depression where you're oh, like, manifest I just into lost something myself. you don't need it to be. Yes, I'm gone. Right now, it's you know who I was is gone. Right, and you know, like I had one client. She she came in after having her kids um, for you know the the haircut after giving birth, and she was like, um, "I've ruined my life." Oh my god. <laughs> she was like, "It's it's." She had twins, but you know, she was just like, she, "Yeah." Oh, um, she might be. She's all right. <laughs> See, this is real. This is real life. Yeah, like her monitor's on. She might have just woke it up. And the concerned oh. friend that's like, I think that baby is up. He's like staring over there. He's like, oh, I saw him staring. He's like, what? Yeah. Oh, that's Amelia. Yeah, she's yeah, probably just waking up. So but it's true. But you know like I mean? that. So no, I appreciate like... you saying that. And noticing also as a, as a hairstylist yeah. and friend that you're like, it's not your last. It's maybe the one before More. you give birth. Yeah. And you're right. I agree. I think with words and going back to social media, the way we phrase things, the way we say things, we don't realize so much of that can manifest into something that maybe it shouldn't. It's like we use words like last and things that well, don't you shake find you the up. Posting, uh-huh. being, being an influencer, you do have to watch your words yes, in the caption definitely. because you will send people into, oh, into the wrong tizzies. thing. Yes, yes. By, so it's like, I think it's given me a lot of really good practice about mm-hmm. the words that I it choose your perspective. In, my, yeah, yeah. in my conversation. So I just, I would say, you know, women don't use, yeah, it, it, things are great. They continue right. to be great. They just are. Different. It's a blessing. It's just exactly. It's just yeah. different. It's like people say to me like, oh my God, like if you could go back and I'm like, I wouldn't change anything. Like yeah. I truly, I actually wouldn't even change the fact that I had postpartum depression. I truly believe it got me to where I am now. I believe it's made me stronger. You can help more, can help more yep, women. I can help more people. I, I feel like I share more because I was put in a place that like forced me to share and forced me to hit pause. And I don't know if I would have done those things in my mm. life if I hadn't have gone through it. You What's know? next so, for you with all that, that you've been through oh. this last year and, and some, what what's going to be next? Oh, what's going to be How next? How is this going to change things? Well, honestly, I'm just trying to put this whole of like real and raw and kind of playing off the fact that I was on strip, like putting it out there in just all different ways, like whether it be public speaking or my podcast, like just this is who the real Allie is. This is who I authentically am. This is the purpose I'm finding in myself. This is what I'm sharing when I am still styling certain clients that like they also need to find this within themselves. Mm -hmm. And like when I used to say confidence is your best accessory, yes, it is. But then how do you also tie that into being your authentic self and sharing that and celebrating that like you guys are saying and not feeling like the society pressure of, oh, I must bounce back or I must look like this. Like, no, you can wear this and still look beautiful and tying that into mm. my styling work and, you know, what I'm doing, my influencer work and what I'm sharing online, you know, and I'm honestly still trying to kind of figure out like where else all this is going. I did my first big public speaking, you guys know, last week I for talk. the iTalk mm-hmm. event, which was amazing. Um, it was really nerve-wracking but exciting to share my motherhood journey it was like a 10 minute almost like kind of like a ted talk um speech all about my birth and like what it you know what it put me through my postpartum depression it was very vulnerable to share Mm -hmm. my true public you know story and to see people come out to me after and say hey i'm pregnant i appreciate you you know telling this story or hey i went through postpartum depression too and it's nice to know i wasn't alone like 
just that alone makes me go, okay, I, I'm doing like the right things. I'm going the right direction. And I feel like, I don't know, it's like this new like burning passion in my soul. You know, it's like this podcast. I'm so passionate now. It's like almost my new baby of like what I'm doing because everyone's responding to it and going, oh my God, I love what you're sharing. Even you guys like who don't have, you know, who don't have kids and people that aren't moms. They're like, I appreciate how authentic you are. I appreciate how real you are. And I'm like, wow, you know what? The world needs more of this. In and I'm here for too. it. You know? I love that you're doing it in the moment where you are vulnerable and raw. Um, I would love to see more of that. And <laughs> not that you're asking like us, but no, what yeah. we'd like to see with your, you and your career even. Um, you finally, I don't know. I don't want to demean your history at no, all because fine. I'm sure that, you know, every every single person goes through body image issues. And of course. Stuff. But I think you have such a relatable experience of um, being on, now unhappy with your body mm-hmm. and relating to clothes and red carpets oh, and absolutely. all of those things. Um, I, I think that when you talk about it, there's still such a, a huge demographic of, of women that are going to be like, okay, shut up, jackass, because yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were perfect before and you're near perfect now. Right. Because it's it's all what someone else's perspective is. Definitely. But now you, you have such a platform to reach those women and your tips and all of that are across the boards. They're not just for someone that was a size zero or yes, two. Yes, it's I, true. I also think that you're a lot more inclusive um, with with your mommy that you're, you're, I don't want to say mommy blogging, but like, right. you know, totally. On, I'm um, definitely in that trend on social media mm-hmm. where I can look at your stuff. And as a person that's not a mom, yeah. um, you know, doesn't have a kid. Yet. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that pe- you include, you have a way of including people that aren't moms where some of them, I just think are very exclusive. Where yeah, it's I've like, heard that a few times. A it's very interesting. Then it's like, I pass it over. Right. I don't even look at it, but you know, I appreciate that. Well, and I think like when I share and I really like, you know, get my inspiration obviously through my own life is like, I think about it and I'm like, okay, well I want to share to my moms, but I also want to just share authentically. Like at the end of the day, I'm trying to just encourage people just to share their hearts, which you guys have always been so good about doing, which is why I think like I immediately gelled with you guys because that part of me that was in Hollywood, that part of me that like Mm -hmm. craved that type of relationship, you know, was always there with us, but has only now blossomed and become like even more beautiful. But it's like you like I think some people are afraid to share their heart whether they are in Hollywood or not and they're afraid to share their own stories and they're afraid to share their own struggles and you know all different things and it's like but we all go through that and all these moms have gay friends or yes. you know friends that well, they don't should. have <laughs> if you well, don't Craig and Brandon will become your yeah, friends yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let yeah. them I'll, I'll, I'll let them be borrowed follow us on social <laughs> media like, a straight uh, like their girlfriends that don't have babies right. or husbands right. or you, you know I, I, I just think that there's a lot of information that helps us out to around. Spell it out new for moms. us. That's what I'm going to ask to new moms. Really spell it out. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you need. Do you yep. need the texting? Do you need check ins? Do you need the food? Do like you, you need just us to said. leave you alone. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, and sometimes you, know? you do. Sometimes even my own, like, mom, like, when she was here, I was like, mom. I love you, but like, go ahead and go out for the day because like, I just, I need to be like alone. I just need to sleep. Like, if you want to take Amelia for a few hours and go for a walk by all means and then bring her back when she needs to nurse, but like, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be asked if this is what's happening, if that's happening. Like every day is different for us, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, so just knowing that and like checking in and seeing how the person's doing, that's what moms need. And they're like, are you doing okay? I didn't realize how much of people saying to me, like, how are you doing? I was like, oh, no one really has asked me that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Thank you. You know, it's like, yeah. that is so powerful because then it makes you also check in with yourself and go, well, how am I doing? Because for me, I wasn't doing very well in the beginning, you know? And it was like, it took Justin to turn to me and go, 
hmm, I think something might be off with you. Like, you know, and mm. it was like, and for me, of course, quick fix. But I went, being receptive and listening. In the like, be- yeah, I wasn't in the beginning. In the beginning, I went and got my nails done, went and like, got my hair done. You know, it was like, like I went to try to, working. yeah, this is not working. <laughs> so I tried to like fix myself yeah. externally and make yeah. myself feel good. And then when I came home and ripped my acrylic nails off and didn't like my hair, he was like, okay, something's yeah. not right with you. And I'm not trying to like upset you and like poke the bear, so to say, but like, something's off like we need to figure this out you know and you do need obviously those supportive people but i just think Mm. for moms it's just really like checking in and like even you guys just asking those questions that's what moms Mm. want to know we have that support and we want to know also that like we're still included you know like i love you're always inviting me craig to like every event even if i can't make it you're like i just want to let you know like i'm doing this one and Mm -hmm. i you know would love you to be there no pressure but i appreciate that you even like tell me because i have friends of mine who like you know no shade because i know they're listening but like they don't invite me to certain things and i'm like just because i had a baby doesn't mean like i died and doesn't mean that like i'm not fun anymore like yes okay maybe i'm more tired and maybe i can't drink as much because i'm so breastfeeding but like it's not even about you like like i said we have friends that excluded us and so we were like okay our friends have a baby now they're gone right you know yeah and it's It's happened yeah you know you don't know i have to say when mercedes had her baby i got nervous yeah because i I got nervous like you didn't know how you're gonna navigate it yeah Mm -hmm. gonna change or is it gonna change it just got better yeah see And, and and that's the kind of person she is but it's like i just wish people would just be like at least give you like the benefit of the doubt and be like, do you want to come tonight? Or like, mm-hmm. we're doing this at least extended. If you can't, fine. But like some of my friends don't even extend anymore. Like they just look at me and they're like, well, but you're always home with her. And I'm like, but I'm not. I take her with me. Yes, a lot. And yes, I am home a lot. But then there's times where like I do go out to events or I do go meet a friend or we grab drinks. Like it's just mm-hmm. not as often as it used to be because that's not my priority anymore. But still invite. Anymore. Like, but still still invite. invite yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me feel included. Yeah. I think that's a big part of moms. Like how you were saying when your clients come in and feel mm-hmm. like, oh this is my last this it's because we feel like we lose ourselves that's really what it is it's like you just truly feel like you lose your sense of self you lose who you oh, are you I don't do like hearing that you do oh. i really did for so long you know i really mm-hmm. just like looked at myself and was like i don't like how i feel on the inside i don't look how i want on the outside well, and like who is this person and like where did i go and a reality check when I have clients and these moms that have never taken the time to refine themselves, mm-hmm. when that child leaves or their kids leave and they have an empty nest, oh, I'm the sure. shit hits the fan. I'm they sure. are lost. And yeah. it's, it's well, then they lost that 18 normal. years. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like they don't know who they are. Right. It's wow. been so it's like, long yeah. that it's like, yeah. and you're older. Mm-hmm. And so it, I think my mom's a, going through that a little bit right now. It's, it's a whole new set of issues. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, Get get a hold of it as soon as you can. Yeah. With your podcast here, have you asked when it, when an episode comes out, have you asked people to share it with one mom that they know or oh, like underneath tag, tag a mom? No, I think because um, I love that. at this point, you know, your demographic is expanding so much mm-hmm. coming from where you came from and now with the whole mom Definitely. thing. Like for me, um, I will put it on people's radar that I know need that support. And I that's what I would that. love for your audience. To yeah, do. no, I, let's, let's do that. When we share, you guys will probably be out next week. Like when, when we share it, like I, I would love that. We could say like, you know, like tag a mom that tag you know to yeah. listen to this. Cause there's all different, you know, tips and tricks. Three, exactly. Tag four. a friend. Yeah. Totally. There's, there's a lot out there. Yeah, no. And I mean, I just 
have loved this like honest, real and raw conversation because I knew you guys would be perfect for this. Like, and I just so appreciate the support as always that you guys are always so supportive of me and my career and now being a mom, it just means so much. So I know you guys have to get back on the road soon, but is there anything else you'd want to leave my audience with? Any other tips, any other tricks? I want you guys to also talk about for a hot minute what's coming for you and promote and, and you know, tell your social, but anything else before we get into that? Anyone that already knows us knows that I'm desperate for kids. Like, I really want yes. kids, and it's on my radar. So totally. this is And you're a great so good subject. with Amelia Ray. Like, she oh, was you. so cute with you when I was at the last event. I'm definitely no expert, so uh, <laughs> I will need everyone. None help. of us are. We all learn. <laughs> um, so, and I know we're focusing on women right now, and I don't want to exclude the men, but just know that when that happens, my daddy blog will be out there, and it will be He's putting it out there now. For men, and I will need so many of you women, your moms, on speed dial. Don't worry, we'll be there. <laughs> yeah, and until then, um, I would love just to focus on uh, my stretch and wine class. Is yes, my it's stretch amazing. Of reason to wine is the name of it. I think I, I should engage online and social media and include. I think moms you should too. I think something. that'd be so amazing. Yeah, we'll figure it out and we'll we'll keep you posted. But yeah. just follow me on socials at Craig Ramsey Fit. Yes. Um, one last tip yes. I would want to leave moms with, especially pregnant moms. Oh, okay. Uh, like we were talking about, uh, getting yourself preparing yourself for for your pregnancy before you go out you know for not your, birth your last getting for your birth getting pregnant that's a whole other podcast yeah. um, <laughs> to be continued <laughs> like giving birth not that it's your last but pre you're preparing get a facial treat yourself to you know an, a personal day have everything done right externally yeah but if people that you can't enjoy, go do that what 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 do you specifically mean for oh, people at home that's a good idea like the bath Self, the face like the mask like right. get yourself ready like that. because right true. once you go to the like and i i suggest doing this you know if you're if you're you you know when you're going to give birth so right. pretty much you know yeah or at least at least, at least you feel like the yeah. labor starts and you have an idea yeah so you know like Start then. Just right. get everything get done. Ready. Kind get of like, your body prepared. So, you know, when you have the baby, that's the last thing you're going to yeah. worry about. That's, is, that's good advice. No, it's true because we do. We, we nest like crazy. We get the house ready. We get the yes. baby's room ready. But again. Not you, your body. Right. That's such a good point. Like, you get everything ready for the baby because, again, it, it's already all about the baby and the mom is yeah. lost. So I love that you said that so, because it's true. Like do some kind of self-care yeah. whether you go out or do something at home so that you're getting yourself ready. Yeah. I love that. And you feel good, you know. I'll have to um, remember that for baby number two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and um, I think that, you know, everyone knows we're, we're again, we just filmed the finale of Shaws of Sunset. So yes. you can catch us on Shaws of Sunset and on social media, I'm, you know, I'm always doing yeah, you're doing all Many kinds of yes and, and hair, hair tricks and, and yeah. what, what is yes. Your what's your social tag? Uh, at Brandon Liberati Perfect. on everything. On everything. So, yeah, um, and you're you're all across the board too, right? Uh, Craig Ramsey fit or Craig Ramsey. I mean, a so funny if they Craig type in Craig Ramsey. Ramsey. I always say like, <laughs> we're Googleable, which is I think the most Google. arrogant, horrible, entitled thing to say. But you know what? It. It's true, and right. it really gets to the point. So right. just Google it. Yeah. We, we always tell people when we meet them. If you Google Craig and Brandon, gay. we come up. Or, or <laughs> B and C True. gay. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I love it. Well, thank you so much, guys. This was amazing. And until next time, loves, cheers. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Strip Down with Allie Levine. If you want to continue the conversation with us, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also see what she's up to at www.allylevine.com. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.